This episode of Hot Trick Hockey is brought to you by Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald is a senior agent with Allstate Insurance and is proud to call Harrow, Ontario home. He has helped countless clients in the Windsor-Essex County area save money and get the protection they need. Mike's knowledge and drive to succeed gives his customers the best quality care and advice. He prides himself on excellent customer service. Specializing in home and auto insurance, Mike can customize your policy to suit your needs and be your trusted advisor to make sure you and your family are protected. Allstate has many features and benefits, including disappearing deductible, claim satisfaction guarantee, drive-wise, claim forgiveness, ticket forgiveness, and many more. Find out how much you can save. Call 226-773-8275. That's 226-773-8275. Are you in good hands? And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 62 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. And if you want some of our merch, just go on any of our, you can go actually right on our like Facebook page, Instagram, wherever, click the link. It'll bring you right into our online store, which we have some bunch of new shirts coming out, three quarter sleeve shirts and all that stuff coming out, some good stuff coming out. So check that out. And Rob, this being episode number 62, this is the Carl Haglin edition of Hattrick Hockey. He's played 11 seasons in the NHL, 660 games, 107 goals, 175 assists, 282 points. He is a plus 109 in his career. He's a world uh, junior and Olympic silver medalist. He's a two-time NCAA champion at Michigan, and he's also a two-time Stanley Cup champion when he was with the Pittsburgh Penguins when they went back to back. And he's actually a current Washington Capitol right now. So pretty good career so far for him. Bring in my boy, my line mate, Rob. What's up, brother? How was your weekend? Hi, everybody. Oh, it was great. And uh I know I noticed how you threw in that back to back where I uh yeah. <laughs> I was I was hoping you would actually catch that. <laughs> oh yeah, I got it right away. So I got I got to say I want to thank uh Geo Heritage. Uh so uh me and uh one of the Meg boys, the Prez from the Meg club, uh Joe Bodell went out to um uh GL Heritage and we we're sitting outside and I thought you had to have plastic glasses outside. So but they gave us the these uh Really awesome. You can see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are nice. Uh, They they gave me one. And um, I got to thank Sherry. And I will name this girl at a later date because I'm just terrible with names. Um, (laughs) She uh, texted Sherry and asked her if I could have one. Like, I was going to buy it and everything. Nope. Gave us one. Mm -hmm. Well, then I started thinking, you know. Well, I should get Ant one, but I don't want to be rude and greedy and, you know, ask for two now. So, dash one on my part. <laughs> no, it's not a dash one. I'll give you the f- no dash one because I actually, because uh, Greg there, I could just say, hey, Greg, can I get one of those glasses? Greg will give for me sure. One. You got to get one, bro. I they're, will. They're, they're awesome. And, and, I didn't get any beer when we were there, but Joe did uh, get the locales. Yeah. But I, I didn't. I thought I still had some, but all the with all the interviews that we've been doing, bro, like we're crushing it. Everybody's drinking them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're loving them. Loving yeah. them. 
So Joe wanted to try one. And of course I bring over two. Joe's not even there. He's out uh, dropping his daughter off and there's me and Flutter and uh, Damien. Hope the gout's a lot better, Damien. Um, so th the two boys have one and then Joe gets back and he's like, oh, where's my, I'm like, well, I got, I brought a couple blondes over and he's like, no, no, like, okay, I'll have a blonde. So he has a blonde and he's like, but I really wanted to try the locales. Well, Damien and, and, uh, and Flutter leave and uh, Joe goes, you want to go with the GL Heritage? So we took a road trip. Yeah. We took a fucking road trip, bro. And we end up going out there. And I, I, I see this guy there. Like, it seems like, remember last time we went there and I, I freaking knew 10 people. You knew five people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was yeah. a bunch of people there that you just know because of the small area or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I see this guy and he's like, he's staring at me and I'm like, fuck is this guy's problem? I know this guy, but I don't know if I fought him, if I, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know. So sure enough, I get up off the table and I, I going in to grab another drink or whatever, take a piss. Um, so uh, he stands up and he's like, Rob. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I don't know his name. I can't remember. And I'm like, ah. I'm like, bro, you look so familiar. And he was like, I was your brother, Rich's best friend. And I'm like, I still got nothing. <laughs> he's like, Glenn, I'm like, Glenn, Glenn Greenwood. And he's like, yeah. So then he started shooting the shit. We, we end up sitting with him and his brother and this guy, Frank. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of Frank's name, last name, but you know, me with names, but I remembered his name was Frank. Yeah. So we end up, we have a couple beers. Joe buys around for everybody. Then, uh, then Glenn's, Glenn's brother, Birdman. I'm pretty sure it was Birdman. I hope it was Birdman, not Bird in Hand or something like that. Hopefully, but it's not Bird anyways. in Hand. <laughs> so Frank says, "Well, why don't you come back to my house and we'll have a couple of beers?" And and Joe's like, "Sure, okay." So where is it though? Like, I don't want to. We don't want to drive to Amherstburg or drive to Harrow. Like, it's right down the road from GL. You pass it. You pass this road every time you go to GL Heritage, like from our way. Yeah. So we drive down there and so we're following them and, and then he turns off onto this driveway, bro. And I'm telling you, Joe looks at me and he goes, do you remember the movie Deliverance? <laughs> I'm like, bro, if we hear banjos, we're fucking wheeling out of here. <laughs> so sure enough, we pull up and there's a, he's got this great big pole barn. He's got this cigar boat in it, works at the salt mine. Just an awesome, awesome dude. And uh, we have a couple beers there. Walks us around his property. I'm telling you, bro, his his property is our whole block here. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting tired walking. I don't I don't want to walk no more. They're like, do you got four-wheelers? Do you got yeah. side-by-eaches or something? Yeah. Like, what's up? You, yeah. Where's the golf cart? <laughs> right. So, yeah, it shows us his property. Fuck. Just, just a beauty. Just a beauty, Frank. And, uh, and, and, and Glenn's brother too, Birdman, awesome dude too. Like we just had a great, great time and just going out to GL, you know, like bump into a couple people and then, Oh, on the way back into town, we had to go by Rick and Dora's. Yeah. We stopped in there and got to say congratulations to, uh, Rob Lawrence for getting married to, uh, Crystal. 
Nice. Congrats. So yeah, we stopped in there. They were cooking pigs up for the next day and we had a couple of beers there, me and Joe. And uh, yeah, we made, we made quite the tour. I guess. So. And that was just Friday. That was just Friday. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Tomorrow's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Saturday we had, uh, we had Zoe's birthday party. We did that. Zoe turned one, my daughter. So we did a little shindig for her and towards the end, she was not having it. So they ended up, she had to do the cake smash and all that stuff. She had to do it on Sunday when she was in a little bit of a better mood. So she also started, she went to fucking Ethan went to JK today and Zoe went to her first day of daycare and Steph went back to work and when everybody left, I was just sitting here and it was like a weird, awkward silence. <laughs> like for a while, yeah. it was just, yeah, it's it was, eerie, right? I haven't, I haven't heard the Very house. At, I haven't heard the house out quiet in a year. Yeah. Especially yeah. during the day. Right. Cause Steph was on mat leave. So Zoe was always home too. So and then Sunday I had hockey. It hurts to wipe my ass today because there's just muscles that i haven't used in how long right and then we and then we played an hour and a half hockey game so shout out refac oilers 11-3 win so it was good the boys played good so yeah we boys played good though we got a team we're gonna score a shit ton of goals i'll tell you that so how many how many guys did you end up getting to show up because i remember you were saying there was like nine or oh shit well or i had one goalie mm -hmm. well i ended up one of the guys who normally plays net for the league as kind of, he just goes wherever he's needed type deal. Like, so luckily he was fucking available. Cause if not, then my father-in-law, Tom, Tom was right, playing Tom. if, if he wasn't. So, which would have been fine too. And then, uh, too. Oh, Tom's a beauty. He's stepped in and won us some, some games, man. But then, uh, but yeah, the boys were just on fire, man. Just, we were snapping it around. It was like, we had been playing the whole time. It was kind of weird. I thought I was going to be like, like during the game, I thought I'm like, I'm going to puke. Like we're playing two fucking two like centermen. So I'm out on the ice every other shift. And this is an hour and a half hockey game, 20 minutes runtime periods. <laughs> so it's like, it's a long game, man. So, but yeah, you get a we scrape too, right? What's that? You get a scrape too. Yeah, we get a scrape after the second period on an early game and after the first on a late game. Okay. So, anyways, for how many guys, I went way off the rails here. But so we thought we were going to have like eight or nine. Well, I ended up, we had 11. Oh, sweet. So I was like, one guy came in that we weren't expecting to show up. And when he like comes in, I was like, I was like hugging him and stuff because I, I, I wasn't expecting him. Right. So, yeah. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. So the boys played good. So other than that, man, I'm just, yeah, a little sore, but I got her done. Steph had to work late on her first fucking night back works late, which is did, cool. Did but you just say a little sore, butt? yeah, well, not that well, sore, butt. sore, butt. I probably fell on it enough times for it to be fucking sore, <laughs> but yeah, so it wasn't a bad weekend overall crushing beers with the boys after. So, it was so what is ball all done for you? I'm probably got a couple more games left in me, but that's probably about it. Yeah. So my like hockey team now, like we had a couple guys that can't really, can't really play now. So now we're going to just 
now we got to wait a few weeks to see, and then we're going to assess. So we're going to be playing short over the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to have to be there over ball. So it kind of sucks, but. Okay. Now what's, what's your, what's the COVID protocol there? Do you, do you need both your shots? Because that's what's happening through all the leagues yeah. now. Well, right? that's, I'm kind of glad that you actually brought that up. Cause I was going to bring that up too, but. So for us, how they're doing it is by September 22nd is the one date. You have to have at least one of your shots. Okay. And then I think there's a date in late October, I want to say. Don't quote me on it. But that's like the hard date. Like you have to have both. Right. And then. Yeah, exactly. So now after that date and well, for your like second shot, I, we have to have a list in our room and when guys come in, we essentially have to sign into hockey when we get there. So that way, if anything ever happens, we know who was there. Right. Right. So like, so we have to do like stuff like that, but you know what, if we got to do a couple little things like that to be able to play, like sign a sheet or whatever, you know what I mean? And so be it. They have to have us like when we arrive at, at the rink, when we go through, um, we have to wear our mask. And then when we get into our room, you can remove your mask once you get into your dressing room. But when you leave your so dressing room, you don't have room, to get dressed like the kids did. Like no, you know when you're we can get dressed in the dressing room. They allow us to use it. So I think I would still get dressed just to bring back the, the old times. Yeah, just to show up and just throw on your yeah. skates and lid and go. <laughs> People so, think I'm weird anyway. So now, now that we we fucking put everybody to sleep here in about our weekend, should we flip over to the hockey here or what? Well, they, they've already skipped right to the, uh, the interview, right? <laughs> yeah. So, Leaf fans, you can breathe a sigh, take a deep breath. It's all good, Leafs fans. Lawson Matthews will be ready to go. That wrist that he had surgery on there, he'll be ready to go by opening night, October 13th against the Habs. He will be in the lineup. So, you're not going to have to worry about that. So, Leafs fans can breathe a little bit there. I don't think you were really too worried about it, were you? No, I'm worried more about uh, Morgan Riley. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he's going to get traded. I think he's going. Yeah, like if, if he by, they can't figure out by the deadline. But here's the fucking thing that that just rots me is that the Leafs didn't have D before. They got a few guys here and there, and now they're going to let. He could have potentially been the captain. Yeah. And now you're going to let this guy go. Like, you've just, you've let your grit go with uh, uh, Hyman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Even this is going to, this is going to stay like this forever. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not Jesus. for your sake. Jesus. I'm so used to it with the Lions and the Tigers. Oh, I'm a Lions fan. You know. Think, think about it. I'm a, Lions fan, I'm a Tigers fan, I'm a Red Wings fan, and I'm a Pistons fan. How good are sports for me right now? The Red Wings are kind of on the way up a little bit now with some of the moves and stuff they've done. Um, Tigers are kind of the same way, but the Pistons and the Lions are, oh, that's... that's Yeah, but at least you got to see a couple championships, a couple four championships with your Red Wings. I did. I did. I did get lucky there. I am not, and I will (laughs) never bet Darren McCarty again. Fuck that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not betting anybody. Like I had total faith in them last year, and yeah, just that was took crazy. A big dump on my chest. Just <laughs> a big, a big dirty one. Yeah. 
Like your poopoo scoop shirt. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to have to call him in here to scoop up all the poop for you. Yeah. Um, So speaking of the Leafs, Rob, general manager Kyle Dubas was on someone's podcast. I forget who it was, but he was saying that if they fail again in the playoffs this year, that changes could be made. That was what he said. So I'm not sure if that means front office in the locker room. I'm not exactly sure what that means. He didn't really say, and I honestly, I didn't really listen to the interview. I just kind of read a few things that he had said. And, uh, and that was kind of what he's saying. But what I was thinking when I first read that was if you even have a job, (laughs) right? Like, (laughs) well, you know, Brendan Shanahan told him that. And then let's go back to Brendan Shanahan. How long has he been there now? 10 years? What? Six years, eight years. Probably. I, I don't even know. Probably it's six been a at long least. time. It's been it's been a while. Well, he had a he had a five year plan, right? Yeah. And then they went over with Babcock, and it didn't it didn't work out. And now they've had Keith for what a year and a half. Yeah. So I think Babcock we're, we're looking at we're years. looking at seven years that Brendan Shannon and he, he's built the team. You know, mm. like I yeah, think they built a nice product. They have on paper, like mm. like I said, just the Red Wings. You can go right back to the Red Wings when the Red Wings had every freaking guy that you could possibly imagine in the league that was just dominant. Hall of Famers. And couldn't get out of the first fucking round. Yeah. Couldn't get out of the first round. But they've also haven't added guys that have done shit t- to show them how to win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I Still don't think know. those big guys got to take a pay cut, man. They do because otherwise, they, like, they need think, to rethink. Think about the future. Especially Austin Matthews is not taking a pay cut. He's gonna fucking ride that contract out and then go right back to Arizona. Especially 100%. in a, especially in a flat 100%. cap. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's, that's just you being selfish. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You can come <laughs> talk to me after. I don't give a fuck. Say say it but right. That's one face. selfish motherfucker. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. Um. So, did you see? some of the free agents that are still available like Chara still available, Devin fucking Dubnik still available, James Neal, Eric Stahl, Travis Zajac. Like what, what, what kind of, what kind of cap hit are you taking with those guys? Well, you got to figure Chara is older. Uh, so if I'm him, you're going like maybe a million dollar maximum for a one year type deal. Right. I'd put him on the Leafs in the heartbeat. I'd take him on the wings. Give me that like leadership and, Power play, power play, and, and penalty kill. That's all you got to go out for. And if someone runs somebody, you're going to go over there and drop your gloves. <laughs> and just fucking shake out the carpet. But I can see, like, I don't know about Neil getting assigned. I can see the others. Like, I can see Eric Stahl maybe getting a deal somewhere, but he, he's going to have to go league minimum, I think, right? He's like, I think he's 35 or 36 Stahl. I think he's my he's age. He's still got game. He's still he got does. game. I, I, I honestly I, I honestly noticed him more than I noticed Perry. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. He's not going to hurt your team. Mm-hmm. He's still a hell of a centerman, right? Oh, but what about and, Zimak, uh, Tyler Bozak? Tyler Bozak's still out there. But he's also a $5 million hit still. But that can be negotiated, though. Because they're they are unrestricted free agents, is that right? Is he restricted or is he unrestricted? 
Because if he's, I think now, don't get me wrong. I think they wrong. were RFAs. I think they were RFAs. Okay, so if they're restricted, I think other teams, in order to get them, would have to offer sheet them. Right. I think is how it goes. And then if they're unrestricted, I think they can talk to any team. Is I think how that goes. But if they're restricted, then the team that they were last signed with would be the team that would have dibs on them or kind of still has their rights. Right? Does that kind of so sound either, right? Yeah, because if, 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 you, if they're restricted free agents, you take them and then you pay for them. Yeah. What, what they're offering. Yeah, when they're unrestricted is when they can talk to anybody, they can sign in. Okay, I need, I need to interrupt us for one second. Uh, no. I want to apologize to everybody that watches our podcast. Uh, I have <laughs> the worst fucking internet imaginable <laughs> imaginable and, and they keep saying oh yeah no 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 we'll take care of it and, and then they say well we'll do it on our end and i say no you need to send somebody over over because from from the line to my house is 100 go from the house to my wi-fi i couldn't fucking run a coleco vision off this thing i don't think even run a black and white tv <laughs> that's how bad it is so I have to use my internet or, or my Y, sorry, my, what do you call it there? The data. Hotspot? Yeah. And I got to make this a hotspot, which is so fucked up. <laughs> so when we get off this, and I apologize for ranting, when we get off this interview or this uh, ins and outs, I'm going to call Bell and say, if you don't have somebody here this week, I will have Kojiko in here next week. Just say so, if you don't have somebody here. That being said, Thursday, yeah, no, I've been with him for twenty Friday. fucking years. I've been here. I've been with Bell for twenty years. But again, I left Bell and went to tell us. I know there are some, uh, whatever you call it, uh, the miners for uh, Bell. Yeah. But yeah. I still dump Bell on my cell phone. I got a brand new cell phone with a pink case. Thanks, Greg oh, Sandraka. Yeah. She didn't want me to break my phone. She's like, Rob, I know how you. We finally brought him over to the dark side, and Rob's got an iPhone now. So it's it's a fucking whole new. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I might as well be using this phone upside down, like sometimes. I have no idea. Well, but yeah, sorry about that. We'll get her figured out, Rob. Get your shit together here. We'll figure it out. (laughs) I am. We should flip over to. uh, Should we go to our interview? We'll uh, head, we'll head back out to Lakeshore for this interview. Former Lakeshore Hab, um, fucking beauty. Told us a bunch of stories. Uh, he was pretty funny. We all laughed a lot. So good interview. So everybody, enjoy, Mister Kevin Barrett. Roll it. Don't Well, Rob. Let's take a trip over to Bell River. This next man on with us was there from 86 to 91, where he served three years wearing the C on his jersey there for the Habs in Bell River. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Kevin Barrett. How's it going, buddy? Everything's going really good. Now, 
now we got everything all sorted out. <laughs> Nobody want to tell the story? It's all good. Okay, yeah. So Kev shows up and fucks everything up. Yeah. So this guy my cloud hanging over this fucker's head. Yeah. This guy rolls in the fucking like Essex here, comes into town, fucks up the internet, nothing's running. I gotta go down the Robs, get reboot everything, re-register. He, he had it so bad. The sirens all the all the way here. My fucking air conditioner ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> Balls. he had it so bad i had to re like register everything that's how bad it was but, yeah. that's what it's all but anyways about. welcome to the show man over Thanks. the fish stop swimming the fucking turtles <laughs> run for their lives <laughs> that's I, I funny that. I, I wouldn't accept anything else other than that for sure thank you guys for having us for sure thank you having me for sure so you obviously grew up there right you so you said you played like hockey there since like 75 so so you were there all the way up right all the way up the whole time yeah for sure oh boy the travel teams all the good times yep definitely very fun how did, how did you get started in uh playing travel just all the other buddies were doing it and it was a small community and it was like a handful of guys and here we go whoever's uh showed up Got to play, so that was pretty well. <laughs> you know, no, no cuts. That's not a bad thing. Hey, everyone makes it. <laughs> Definitely, I like. I, I played on a lot of those house league teams. <laughs> yeah, but you made it, right? Everybody made it. Still yeah. made it. <laughs> <laughs> they tried cutting me. <laughs> they tried making me healthy scratches and shit. Come on, guys. Now you also said too that you you actually grew up playing with one that's from there, Mister Ty Domi. So how was it with him? Uh, excellent. Um, you know, we, like right through Adam, right to Bantam Midget. I think they plucked him out of uh, was that maybe our first year Midget to go play C. Fuck, he was like twelve years old. They bring him to Junior C. So really, the whole time, uh, oh, it was great. We. Great kid, uh, the family, you know, they all took turns coming across and uh, we all took a, whatever, we took care of him. He was, he was really fortunate to have a big community around him and that was great, man. Oh yeah, he, so so he lived with like a lot of people, right? Oh yeah, I just got bounced around a little bit here and there. Just, uh, you know, everybody went to help out. Uh, Ryan Reno, Paul Reno, those guys, they, they really, they took care of him for a long time. Mm -hmm. Good friends of the family and everything right in downtown Bellator. It was all yeah, good people, the Renos for sure. They they took care of us. No, no, so what was going on with his family? Like why why oh just one at a time, right? Visas and this oh, and okay. carrying back and yep. forth and uh you know, they're just coming to a better spot. And, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, great. It was that's great an awesome community. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, man, man, I I could just imagine him as a kid, probably just a bulldozer, eh? God damn. Fuck. Nobody messed with him, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll, t I'll tell you a story about I, I met him one time. I was with a, a buddy that I was going to high school with, and this fucking kid comes flying down the, the Bell River, and we got a bucket of minnows. We're going to go out ice fishing. And we got the bucket sitting on the ground, and and, he, and my buddy Derek is like, hey, here comes Ty. And he's like, this this kid's fucking 12 years old, and he's going to play junior C hockey. And he's like, and he's just an animal. He comes sliding in, drills our bucket, Fucking knocks all the minnows out onto the ground. They freeze right away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, mission's over, isn't it? Like, well, you knew you got it. I got the house. He knew you were for us. So I figured he had a little inclination there. It was just a vibe, you know. 
He was playing junior C at 12 years old. Uh, He was 14, but yeah, he was fucking young. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Like he was the young, like one of the youngest ever to try out for junior C hockey. Yeah. And I want, I want to say it was 14 years old. Wow. I'm telling you, first year midget. How old are you? You Probably yeah, 14, 15. You got hair in your balls yet at that age? (laughs) (laughs) They definitely haven't dropped at that age yet. Just to say, but no, no, he was. Hold on one second. Glenn! He's going to be like, what the hell's going on? He was just an athlete, man. He kicked the ball and he was a football kid. Like, he just, everything, soccer, whatever. It didn't matter. Just, he was solid, man. Solid athlete, all around. So, like, what another story? When we were playing Bell River and I was playing for McGregor. And Ty was running from first to second to break up a double play. And like his helmet, there was no helmets that could fit that guy's head. At 14, 15, he was around 15, say. Mm -hmm. And he's running to first and the bucket starts lifting up like this. And Buddy turns and whips the ball, hits him right square in the forehead. It goes straight up in the air and he just keeps running and he runs around second and slides into third. And we're like, uh... No, like, <laughs> I don't know if think he's out. Like, yeah, it's it's gotta be something. Well, with a carpenter, way, you know, yeah, you gotta get the hell out of there. Yeah. I got a quick story. We were in, uh, I think we were like first year Pee Wee, and we were in Peterborough tournament, and uh, he forgets his helmet at home. So we're in a dressing room, and he's all bummed out. And so we went up to the sports shop, and you know everybody, whatever, come back, and oh, this one don't fit. Go back and comes back and I don't know this one don't fit. Come back and that was the year with that XL seven where you flap the flaps open and you can stretch that sucker. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that was the only one that fit and it was like a fucking hundred dollars. Like like forty years ago this thing was a hundred. Forty five years ago this yeah. thing was a hundred dollars because it was the. But it. We got him through and uh, fuck he probably ended end up winning the MVP of the tournament and everything. He just to control so that's perfect that's sorry that's nice. an animal <laughs> <laughs> never had a lock on his locker all through high school well who's who the fuck's gonna touch it <laughs> yeah right yeah right who's gonna touch it <laughs> great guy very great guy good family you know just a lot of shit went through a lot of stuff in his life and uh you know i just i'm, I'm really proud to call him a friend and mm-hmm. that's a good part of it that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's a beaut. Ty's a beaut. Hey, so so what about you? How old were you when you got the look there from so I was 16 going into seven, you know, six. I, my birthday's January, so my kind of a late the way the, the you know the your age is and going to hockey and stuff. It was January 1st was back in the day. No, actually it was like uh September 1st, the way it was at Adam Bannon, Pee, you know. So then mm-hmm. until they went to the the actual old twos, old threes, old fours, you know, and all that yeah. stuff. So uh no, it was great. It scared the shit out of me. I was terrified, but it was, you know, that was it was fun. It was uh it was really uh growing up and really eye opener. That's pretty well. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a little more different back, you know, those days and you know well, that was some crazy hockey back then. Uh, but some really good hockey, you know, like a lot of good guys, like some great hockey players. A lot of knuckleheads for sure, but uh, you know, some great hockey for sure. Mm-hmm. A little slower than today's pace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, sorry, a little faster than today's pace. But yeah. no, no. Great, great stuff. 
what was those fucking training camps like back then? Because those were probably like fight filled, right? Well, just ah, a little bit, but just more uh, worried about everything else. And just uh, you want to make that team, right? Like you just yeah, you're gonna do whatever it takes to get there. And girls are watching, you know, you're seventeen <laughs> and this and that. All of a sudden, you're playing hockey and you're playing girls, so it's yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it was a big adjustment, you know. It mm-hmm. was fun. It was fuck. You listen to those old buzzards, the, the twenty and twenty-one year olds, and you uh, you believed in them, right? Mm-hmm. That was your guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Who who was your coach back back then? Well, we started off back in the day with uh, Kenny Campbell, uh, Leamington Kingsville Leamington guy. Uh, he worked for Heinz for a long time, and uh, ended up being a Molson rep. Big, big guy for Molson and great guy, solid dude. Uh, he was the one that kind of gave me my nickname and everything. And so it, it was pretty cool. First two years, uh, you know, I was kind of, we, we had a lot of adjustments and a lot of stuff went on because in 84, they won it, 84, 85, that, that year they won it. So I didn't get on board till the next two years. Mm-hmm. And it was rebuilding, right? A lot of those guys left off. And, but no, we, Kenny Campbell, Dynamite, great guy, great guy. For the first couple of years, and then uh, Greg Pymack, uh, Gummer, he's know, been yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a great guy as well, man. We, we got to had three years he coached me, and hockey guru from hell for sure. Didn't you win the championship with him? Oh, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. <laughs> you had to bring that up, right? Why? Okay. What? What? What am I missing here? Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you too. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we missed uh, we missed our call, but uh, we got to go to the semifinals, uh, then the Ontario finals, and then the semifinals for mm-hmm. three years in a row. So we had a really great deal. Great job. Well, that was that was McLeod that gave me that information. No, no, I, I, I figured Joe would have something <laughs> to do with that. But, but he's I'm on his side, I hope, and, uh, <laughs> and that's all, all good for him. 100 now you have a nickname for him don't you yeah ugly kid (laughs) everybody does and and, but he's just a great guy i love joe this this birthday two two days from mine or three days from mine i'm the 25th i'm the 25th you're older i'm a lot older eh? (laughs) (laughs) i'm like three days older Oh, Does that make us like cousins or something, or make us Eskimo brothers? <laughs> oh, <okay>. Cheers. <laughs> hey, did uh, did you ever like fight often, or no, or once? Oh, in a while? No, I was just a big teddy bear, fuck it, you know, whatever. I I did what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some good bouts though. Like it was always with big guys, you know. Like had a lot of small guys want to test me here and there and stuff, but. Ah, fuck. Cosgrove was scared me the living shit out of me. I was 20, I was 16. He was like, I think he was 28 and uh, <laughs> fucking full beard, this and that, and chased me down. And I thought this, this is like the end of the world. But, They're on the same height, too. Yeah. But just, you know, there was, like I said, it was some good bouts and Eddie Filion, son of a bitch. Did you fight him? Yeah. Yeah, we, we've been involved a couple of good ones and uh, that was not fun. But, uh, you know, and, uh, we still have beers together whenever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you know, what's great about this is, is that you're such good friends with 
basically all the guys you played against. You know what I mean? Like unbelievable, unbelievable. How great hockey is. You know, like you could be sworn enemies out on the. And so many people have said that too. Like you know, and then the next thing you know, you're playing beer league and you're sitting next to the guy and say, "Fuck, I hated you out on the ice." But meanwhile, this guy's knocking guys down in front of you now and, and, and sticking up for you. Which you know, like everybody. There's one guy on every team that you fucking hate, but when he gets on your team, he ends up being a super guy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable. You look back and you say, who's this guy? You know, but no, we hate each other, rivalries, this and that, everything Mm -hmm. else. And the next thing you know, we're men's leagues together and then tournament teams and we're buying beers with each other in a beer tent and and just the, the wives, the girlfriends are all hanging out. They all know each other. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. it's and, and it's our hockey family. It's one hundred percent. It's like like uh, Ernie Godden was saying. Remember when he said that guy fucking cro- uh, chopped him over top of his shoulder, busting his collarbone. Yeah, he ended up being roommates with him and his best friend. Like for <laughs> yeah. two years later, in, in another uh, town or whatever, end up being teammates. Right? Yeah. And he's like, broke my fucking collarbone when I was supposed yeah. to get called up to Toronto again. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hockey's a great like. Yeah, hockey's a weird sport where you could fuck somebody up, but like the next day you're like sitting there having beers, or that night you're having beers. Hockey's a yeah. weird animal like that, but that's what makes it great, though. Yeah, the the, the light goes off, right? The switch turns for that mm-hmm. ten seconds. That holy shit, maybe I shouldn't have did that, you know? <laughs> but you know, whatever, and it all comes around. Man. Well, it's hockey. The wires get crossed, right? Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it, it's the one place that it seems acceptable. Yeah, it's it, kind it, of legit. Like, you are know, allowed to go on okay. the ice it's and okay. just have fun. Like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, that's part of the deal. So Yeah, well, no, like, hockey... No, I was just I was just going to say real quick, I was just going to say, like, fucking... It's just that weird game where you can kind of casually ask somebody if they want to fight, and it's... You know what I mean? It's okay, I guess. If yeah. Whatever gets a job. Just don't hit me too many times. Yeah. Yeah. I tap them out. Yeah. Like, uh, we will be, we'll drop Ernie Godden's story just before yours. And you got to listen to it because he says, This guy catches me when the refs got me down and punches me in the face while I'm on the ice. He says, He puts my orbital bone into my eye socket puts my eye in the back of my head yeah. and he says, and my nose on the other side of my face. And I got to drive from, where did he say? I don't know. He was far. Yeah. To all the way to Toronto. Like it was like an hour and a half drive from, from wherever he was to get repaired because nobody would drive. So he's like, fuck this. I'm gone. And he took his Corvette and he said he drove one eye all the way. That's crazy. Unreal. But he was a target man, right? He was. he was so talented. Yep. You know, and all like, like for 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 Ernie's sake, like, he was such a great hockey player. Yep. Dynamite hockey. Yep. Unbelievable. Just bad luck. So just you know, when when one of those guys step on the ice, you're always like, you know, he's not walking around, he's not scoring on me tonight, right? Like, you know, and we play a little tough against the guy. Yep. And mm-hmm. man, he he took some abuse. He sure. and he could fight too. Oh, he, he could fight, man. Like, there's a bulldog. He wouldn't yeah, back there with anybody. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. no way. Mm-hmm. No. Good for him. Yeah. And he wore the stash. Eh? You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. He had great hair, too. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I, I think he, he, takes Ronnie, Ronnie, he takes Ronnie Duguay over. I'm just saying. As a oh, I don't know. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. And, and uh, uh, 
McCabe said that uh, you like to speak French and English at the same time when you're, when you're well, or, or is it after a couple of beers or, yeah, uh, you, you know, know, fucks it up a little bit, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. what did he say? I don't, like by each. I don't like making things too easy for everybody. <laughs> You know, let them, let them figure out things and, you know, scratch your head and say, what the hell is he, you know, so, and I got my own little diggity diggity, little gibber, this and that, this and that, and everybody understands, we all have problems, we all have issues. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we do. <laughs> um, so when you got to wear the seat for Bell River, how, how did that come about? Like, how, how did that, how did that go down? Oh, uh, just, uh, my first two years, I uh, was on a team, um, a lot of vets. Got a lot of abuse and really learned as a rookie for sure. And then uh, everybody was gone, and I was the local boy and whatever, and just you know, just a leader, you know, yep. just uh, all about uh, playing hockey and trying to make everybody fit and try to groom everybody into like hockey players, you know, kind of fall in line, yeah, 100. Well, Play by the rules a little bit. Just say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> it's warming up. <laughs> hey, uh, have you ever scored in overtime? Hockey? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, not overtime after the. Bar. We'll get to the off ice stuff in a bit. <laughs> no. You know what? I. I... Maybe in uh, minor hockey, but I don't think in uh, C I had a privilege to have an overtime goal. No. Yeah, out in defense, I'll stay home. I let those that are smaller guys, they, they'll let them work their ass off. Yeah. Dumping <laughs> up the boards. And- I didn't want the fame. And I just had to come back. You know? <laughs> That's <laughs> Let those guys enjoy it. Now, did you, did you get the same, uh, I don't know, what, it, what you would call it, clout or whatever you want to say, uh, like, you know, McCabe was talking about, uh, you know, he'd bump into somebody at the grocery store and they'd say, oh, great game last night, you know, like, and he'd say, you know, it made me play a little bit harder for the fans that, you know, like, say, you know, hey, what came to the game last night? And, eh, yeah, it'd be more like, uh, hit the fucking net, jackass, you know, like, <laughs> You know, you had five shots on a net last night and you put three of them around the, everybody's ears. And, you know, that was kind of a little bit of, you know, in all honesty, uh, yeah. my brother, Kenny Barrett, he, he always gave it to me about hit the net, jackass, you know, and then, <laughs> then my buddies all fell into it and then that was like the whole deal. Yeah. So it's far from the point, man, to hit the net, you know? Yeah. It's well, you got to get around those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're fucking in the it's way. Like freaking forest in a way, you know? And, just it's let her rip. <laughs> yeah, you got hard enough, Sasha. Don't get out of the way, right? That's what I mean. That's fucking funny. Yeah. No, no, it's been you know, just small community. Hey, man, good game last night. Whatever. Played a lot of baseball. Mm-hmm. A lot of good buddies all around everywhere. And, hey, good luck. And you know, yeah. we've had great. I've had great support. And, That's and awesome. Good community over there, man. Well, well, especially when you're a hometown boy, right? Like, because everybody wants to see a hometown kid play for Bell River or Essex yeah. or you know, like whatever your hometown is, you want to see those yeah. local boys and you want to go down there because you probably know their dad or you know what I mean, or, or mom or, or brothers, yeah. sister, whatever. You know somebody in their family, right? Yeah. So. 100%. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. Like, you know, you hate to see this kid leave, whatever, whatever, for whatever reasons, you mm-hmm. know, but if you can stick it back home, hey, man, that's, uh, that's even harder and, you know, more solid. Right. You know, all around, all around, for sure. Yep. Hey, so how, like, 
was it coming here like coming into this old barn here in Essex like how was it coming in here as a visitor it had to have been tough to play here yeah Especially rip your freaking jerseys when you go in the, in the fence at first or the first couple of years there, the, the mesh was kind of like hanging over like three inches. And I think they did it on purpose on the visitor's side. But uh, <laughs> oh no, no, and everybody was breathing on you, like everybody's on top of you. So yeah. these COVID days, there'd be nobody in that arena. Maybe we'd be lucky to even be in there ourselves. Yeah, but, because there were some packed arenas yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, but it was fun though, man. Like mm-hmm. you knew you were going there Tuesday nights, heads up. <laughs> no because you know just great you know that's a strong community supported their hockey teams and they filled that barn and it was a small area and mm-hmm. like it was really like a, you know, it was like going skating on warm-ups and like hey boy you know everybody's like giving you the gears and there's you know, a buzz oh, you can hear everybody oh, in that arena and essex oh. had their side like they had the whole arena like it was mm-hmm. all that right and we had a couple fans get to sneak in from the back door to get in there even and and uh, they were even scared. <laughs> so, but no, it was really special to play at the barn. I tell you, if you need to chase someone down, you didn't have to skate really too hard. You were there. Yeah. And if you're getting chased out, <laughs> you were just better skate harder. Did That's you uh, ever chase anybody down? No, but Cosgrove chased me down. And I know Mikey, boy, that was a good evening. I thought uh, maybe, well, maybe Bruiser. Well, I chased him down in Delaware. Oh, it was in Delaware. Yeah, that was another ordeal there. But that was a fun one, you know, <laughs> because it was Bruiser. Yeah, so, yeah. And at the end of the day, my my father and his father hang out in the corner, and they're just but buddies from from farmers forever. Yeah. And, and it's funny, both kids are after each other. And, uh, and they're so, sitting there going, look at these two fucking yeah. dummies out there yeah. slashing at each other. But. Everybody just whatever. Because it was his rookie year, right? Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah. What, what happened there, do you remember? Well, he uh, he come around that. We were in their end, and uh, like we had our, our side, and it was uh, maybe the, well, the first period or whatever. He just come in, and he was, they, I think they just might have just brought him up. I think he was only 12. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway he come around on that whatever and our captain uh uh Fulbert, paul Fulbert, he, he just whatever had the puck and he he just gave him the wildest elbow like right from southern like it was the best elbow i've seen in a long time yeah and then he, he it just the momentum he was kind of coming right towards the defensive side of it, I was, I watched it all. I was, I, I read it all. And I said, this ain't looking good. This is like a train wreck. So my gloves are already off and then chase them behind that. And then the rest were like, no, he's all yours. And he was like, jump in. And he's like, no, he's all yours. And we did the, we did the three stooge shuffle behind the net. We were going back and forth. And, and then, it, you know what? It was just a little dinner and it was, it was really cool to be involved with that. Uh, McCabe's mom and my mom worked as secretaries at the school board, and they're sitting together in the in the fans in the stands. And hmm, so they're like, oh, "This is really interesting. How this is all falling out." Yeah. So, but that yeah, was all good. And she's like, "Which one's your boy?" And he he said he was probably about five <laughs> seven at the time, and you were as tall as you are as you right now. I think she said, I think she told my mom, "It's not fair. <laughs> it's just not fair." But that's funny man little. Uh, uh, those guys are but they were willing com- combatants eh? like, yeah, those boys didn't care we kidding me that, that, that's their that was 
their deal. They they are hard playing hockey mm-hmm. players, dynamite players. Or Rick Boozer played junior men's and lower till he was fifty. Yeah, and Jesus. And I I think he's he's checking me. Yeah, that's a hitting league. Oh, he yeah. played forever and just great guys, man. Just dynamite guys all around. Yeah. And next thing you know, we're like I said, we're in men's leagues together, we're in tournaments and. We're driving each other home and we're going the wrong way on the wrong roads and <laughs> side roads and this it, it's very funny how it all comes around man holy smokes pretty scary pretty scary <laughs> <laughs> and now our kids are all buddies right like all our kids yeah. are together and they're all hockey gurus and they just they're all great friends and mm-hmm. really cool to see really great to see Hey, what's your, what's your best on ice, like moment, like the, just one thing that you'll just never forget. It could be a goal, a hit, or just anything. Um, I'm going to say we were playing, uh, we were playing New Hamburg. It was game four and we, we didn't want to go back home. We just wanted to sweep up the series and Robin Perioli, he, he, he was, one guy just unbelievable hockey player and uh, I can go through the list of them and but he just kind of came to this space off and said you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just fucking go score and get this fucking game done and get out of here <laughs> he grabbed the puck our own man dilly dally all the way up buried it game over it was like 20 seconds left in the game or something game four I won't take it as like my own personal, but this was this, you know, for someone to call it out. Your most memorable moment. You know what I mean? Just yeah. for someone just to say, just you guys just stand back and just watch. Yeah. yeah. And I'm literally, <laughs> really, we all just went, we just get lining up. We're like, well, here we go. And yeah. he's he's the guy that no showboat guy, just whatever he says he does and, uh, and that was that was that was a really big highlight and oh my gosh <laughs> that's beauty <laughs> that's, that's like shane don't shit we ain't missing this flight yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here yeah. i'm gonna go bury this and yeah. we're fucking gone yeah. that's oh, funny that's a great you know i had a couple hat tricks in my day and this and that and it doesn't really i just that's one moment yeah yeah deep down hardcore well it, you know what's cool is like the best stories that are talked about are when you tell a story about somebody else, you know what I mean? Cause nobody pumps their own tires. You know what I mean? Like, and like we had, we had Denny Purdy on here and he talked about, you know, they had to put higher glass in the penalty box because he grabbed a fucking dude and beat the piss out of him. Right. And then Todd Warner's like, did he tell you the story about when he grabbed, like, cause we had Todd Warner on like almost right after it. And he's like, so did that's he, a good one. did he tell you the story about when he grabbed, pulled the guy in and he goes, you know, this, this fucking brudge, he's got to be just reeking of darts and bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, pretty fucking jabs her with a stick. Here comes this big, fat biker dude coming down the stairs. He pulls him in, and he's like, his hand look like a fucking oil pump. And he's just still doing it. Filling him in. No, no, no. Phil, oh, Purdy's oh, going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's, it's Warner. He's like, you can see his elbow <laughs> just over top of the dasher, lifting up and just pumping. But Denny told the same story, but Warner's was so much better, right? Because mm-hmm. Denny didn't want to say, oh, yeah, and then it grabbed him. You know, but it was, it was hilarious. It was awesome. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Good Dude, story. the, the, the freaking game has changed 
so much from like from when like you were there till now like it's insane how much has changed it's just like there's hardly well it's okay at for them but there's hardly any like fighting i find that like hitting has gone way down the like guys are i don't i'm not saying they're going to run around hitting guys hurting guys but the accountability i find isn't really there nowadays like what do you think i just i think the the workout ethic in these kids is unbelievable yeah they're they're working out beyond working out like i know we worked out Have a beer, jog to yeah. the garage and back, you know. Yeah. And how, you know, to say it, and and today they have routines and the coaches are all over them. So it's it's all speed and it's all whoever is the the, the physical, like the toughest the to survive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we're we're just hockey players, you know. Now today they're these kids are like groomed into like freaking. Don't you like, find they get more injuries though? Wow, well, they're going too fast. Yeah. You know, first of all, right. Yeah, but there's no fat on their bodies anymore. You know, <laughs> got to have some meat when you hit the board. You got to have a little bit of a love handle when you're playing that fucking yeah. game. You need some sweat going. Yeah, you, if you ain't sweating, you, you, you're way too fit. Uh, they're, they're watching the Jared Subway. Deal. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, Subway stuff. Yeah, bro, they, they take out their shirts and they look like they're hurt. They, they hurt all the time, right? Yeah. Like Every mm-hmm. inch of their body's cut. And you're like, come on, guys. I just ran 17 miles today. Cheeseburger. Worked out with this and that. Like, hmm. Cheeseburger. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're doing the fucking Yoda. And the, no more masturbating. No, 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 that's no. in the way. No. They don't even eat pasta. You know, like everything's salad and fucking chicken. And I used to crush pasta on game days. Everybody did. That's, that's what we grew up and doing. I loved it. The Big Mac. Crush us down. Yeah, Watch it. Remember? Remember, remember Hotsey? I used to have fucking jalapeno poppers in a Whopper. Yeah, he's like, I'd be sitting in the room eating them while I got dressed, he would say. Jalapeno poppers, really? Imagine that the heartburn you're getting from that. You don't care. It's crazy. It didn't matter. It was all going down. Today, oh, you you can't eat this and you make sure you do this before an hour or two hours before the game, the night before the game, whatever, you know, make sure. And so but anyway, you know, it's 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 all health and uh like I agree with you, Rob, about injuries like it's just so fast yeah you know, and it doesn't take much for someone to stick a leg out yep. and mm-hmm. you know the guy's going 100 miles an hour and you're obviously it's that's a collision and they fly so fuck do they fly we were going 20 miles an hour right and like boom and then boom, <laughs> fall on the ground and but, but it was uh, a big car wreck though, so, <laughs> so much flab wrapping around you and we all got up that they gave each other gloves back or stay here this is that's fine you know, that's and then we went on with it right? yeah but, you didn't even have to fucking wear mouth cards back then, right? No. <laughs> mm, that's not. What was your worst injury playing? Uh, buzzard from uh, Wapu Island killed me. Uh, just a blue line deep their end of the ice. And our, our, you know, as the old centerman try to win it to the D and you bust in. And, mm-hmm. and I seen him coming and I seen him coming. I said, well, this ain't really a boom. Wow. Yeah, that hurt. That was a good one. I'll never forget that one. That was like, and and the door of our bench was like right there, and my fat ass I think moved the hinges four inches, like, and then peeled me off the boards. Get in here. And I was like, well, I, and the worst part is I saw it all coming. Like I just saw it all coming. I didn't think, you know, just mm, take the hit. Oh yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Bro, uh, he came out. He didn't stop. He he skated. 
you skate right to the dressing room and just ran it right over. But yep, that was uh, that was, that's for sure. And I don't know what happened there. I went for a game or two, whatever, a little sore or something. But to get a concussion or concussions? What was that? Well, nobody. <laughs> concussion. What are those? I, I thought it was a hangover. Oh yeah, that's not right. No, no, there was no concussions. Just a little hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a hangover. That's nuts, man. Hockey is so much different then. Yeah. Oh, no. It was just fun, though, man. Just great hockey, a little slower pace, but just smart. To, to, you know, kids were a lot bigger then. Yeah. A lot bigger. Oh, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, so let's say before the COVID hit, I end up going into a 73s game. I didn't know it was a 73s game, I thought it was Bama. Like looking at the size of these kids, I'm just like, oh, these guys are really fast though. Like, you know, like yeah. they wheel, yeah. but they're not big, you know, like, you know, a little bit taller than me, like whatever, five, seven, like all of oh, them. Are, not no, but all of them are, are that big, right? <laughs> so way bigger than me. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Well, I didn't stand in line to get this size. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it just all comes down to working out. Like yep. these kids are, I think the more they, they stretch overnight. Like some yeah. of these kids, you see them in a week and they, you just grew two inches, you know? Yep. And, and so that's a, I guess it's a good part of it. You got a, you got a boy playing for, uh, uh, LaSalle. Gabe. Yeah. He's trying out right now with the LaSalle Vipers. Sweet. Uh, um, uh, he's doing well. He's doing well. Uh, he's played triple A the last, uh, two years in Windsor. Well, however, COVID, Mm-hmm. but he's had a couple great years there and uh three or four of his buddies signed with the vipers he's hoping to shoot out there and he came to the ss camp went to the limo camp and uh just seeing where he fits mm-hmm. and, uh his priorities he's shooting for junior b and see what happens from there uh Bellaro, obviously that's uh that's in our mind for sure right. one nine percent and it's gonna be a tough one <laughs> yeah. <I> just <laughs> overall no i just yeah, I wish him well, and it's his decision. Yeah, we do too here at uh, Patrick Hockey, you know. Yeah, hopefully he makes it. I love seeing all the local boys make something, mm-hmm. you know, definitely, like definitely. So we wish him all the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got you got to play uh, with uh, Bob Bootner, Bob Bootner, yeah, well, right? our rookie year, yeah, a year and year and a little bit, and then he got brought up to junior B, and so that was uh, a pleasure, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, just uh, we were just kids and. Just scrawny kids, and uh, he, he actually uh, he stood out. Though we, oh yeah, like he stood out. Like, yeah. like, you know, all of a sudden power play, this that, and like, he just stood out. And putting our vets, putting them on their back seat, you know, just uh, Bob is a great guy. I was I was really fortunate to hang out with him and have a really good, good awesome for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, his family, dynamite, great people. They're they true followers, you know, and then. Oh, it was really good. Really well, he's good. had quite a bit of success always, oh, uh, career, right? Unbelievable success. You know, like uh, with the Spitfires too as well, you know? Yeah, just Memorial Cup. And good good stuff uh, follows him, right? How much mm-hmm. hockey, uh, how much NHL, you know, yeah. uh, experience through his eyes, you know? And, man. and to bring that back and, you yeah. know, like we've had, we've had, we've had a bunch of like a, a bunch of uh, Memorial Cup winners on here and, and you know, they, they just said, top-notch like treated us like we were nhlers you know mm-hmm. like 
all the way around. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's nice when you have somebody with that kind of experience to bring that into your system. You know, oh, like, it was great. It was, it was truthfully just, you know, to see him, hey, all of a sudden the, the B team wants him. And, you know, you just, they just come and pluck a boy and say, you're mm -hmm. coming to play, you know, and good for him, you know. Yep. Uh, it was, it was, it was, what a great experience. What a great experience. Yeah, he worked really see, hard at it, right? Yeah, to see where he was, you know, to, to, to get to be an NHL. Yep. You know, man, seven, 16, 17 years old and just... This is what it takes. Did you did you ever get any looks uh, at Junior uh, B? Oh, Junior, we we've always went tried out. It was Windsor back in the day, the Bulldogs and stuff. And, mm -hmm. But we had a great great nucleus in Bellar, you know, B C. Um, <clears throat> B is better hockey. Like I find today, it's it, it's the fast. Like it's just so changed so much. But uh, I really enjoyed Bellar. They took care of us great. Good, great people over there, the owners, everybody. Uh, it was fair, you know, it was just all, it, 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 I, I didn't want to crap on anybody. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> uh, we had a great thing going there. And, and like I said, my last three years when we, when our couple, the Riverside boys, our kid line, like Jason Maurice, Rock Barrett, Sean Gabriel, like they were 16 years old and they just fucking lit up the league, you know, and Maurice wins the scoring title. That was my, you know, I'm like, I can't leave this. Like, this, right. is, this is, I know, this mm -hmm. is, we got a good, good deal here. So we, we had big things could happen. Oh man. And it's family. Yeah. You know, it's all local kids and just, it was a good feeling. Great feeling. It, it really got away from that. Yeah. Don't you think like with, uh, you know, everybody seemed to, start going and scouting into other towns and offering them, you know, this and that, and whether those things came true or not, but they did pluck a lot of guys from other towns, you know, like when usually those kids, you would think they, they want to play, you know, everybody that lives in Bar River wants to be a Bar River Canadian. Everybody yeah. that lives in Essex wants to be a 70 right? For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, and like, I, I just think like today it's so vast and like there's so many kids playing it. Like it just, there's, there's opportunity for all these kids to be anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, it's unfortunate that you can't make your home town squad and you got a shot at this guy's squad. So mm -hmm. like, you know, by all means, but then I look at it like you don't want to take that boy's spot as right. well. You know, you got a, you got a kid in it coming from here to, so but when we played, we weren't allowed to do that. Like, right? Like, you you can only travel, or you only allowed to import, or whatever. Right. Like, it was really strictly community. So, uh, again, fortunate of that part of it that I got to see. You know, now today, uh, a lot of these kids are you're you're playing with kids from Wheatley, Lincoln, Kingsville, uh, Amherstburg. Like, we've got such a great hockey hub in this mm -hmm. area it's it's amazing it is like this is just a big bowl of hockey players Talent. so you take these three kids out of that bowl and you throw them on that team and they're dynamite yep spread them out put them somewhere else they they don't you know whatever yep. so it, it's just it, it all goes back to how everybody gets along and uh just play hockey yeah, well, in mm -hmm. Bell River plays their players very well too, right? So, well, yeah, of course, yeah, and they should. <laughs> they got all that money. <laughs> what do you mean all that money? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, what about uh, what about off the ice? You and the boys like 
like mucking it up after freaking games or what parties? Um, what? Come on, fill us in. Like as uh, my sons or my, my oh you my homies. Oh no, we we got great buddies over in Belver, and we still hook up with the first and all those knuckleheads, everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, every weekend there's something going on somewhere, and mm-hmm. it's just like a little gathering. Uh, it's uh, usually Joe McLeod's. Well, he's kind of thrown in there in the mist till he shows up and, uh, with his bat cape. But on his monocle. Joe is a very unbelievable man. The guy is a solid dude. For sure. He he's most Jetty's the most honest and genuine man. Like he <laughs> whatever he tells you, just believe him. Yeah, it's true. There, there, there's no issues. There's never ever ever, ever issues. But it, it's just uh oh we enjoy our OVNs. Uh, Monday night hockey. It's that's like Ontario vintage. Ontario vitamins. It's beautiful. Ontario vitamins. And you got to be over thirty to drink it. So all you kids <laughs> out there, if you're if you haven't hit the thirty mark, do yeah. not try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Now, how, how do you know uh, the flood group? Flooders, geez. Well, basically through men's hockey. Okay. Um, Chris Gerard, our way in Belver, uh, Glenn LeBeff, tracks, Jeff Lanou, They all. They all know their buddies out this way. So just our friends, no other friends. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we're, we're in a men's leagues together. We're in tournament teams. Uh, great guys, man. The Flutters, those guys that got hockey written all over oh, there. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. like it just, uh, Ace and Dale, he's Kevin. I've known Kevin for a long time, uh, just through, uh, through, through hockey as well. Um, he's always been a, crazy hockey guy you know, mm-hmm. very into it but Dale and Ace uh, those guys are uh, they're one of a kind they're, they're true Essex uh, hockey you know great guys man dynamite <laughs> yeah we had him on here we had, we had Dale on here oh my god fuck did he make us laugh Jeez, like yeah. constantly you never you're not gonna stop laughing like you throw Rebo in a mix and uh, the Weirs and uh, Jeff Ives like he just great, great yeah. nucleus, great nucleus, man. Oh, you get you got to put your helmet on at a party. When everybody shows up, all right, let's go put our helmet on. Yeah. That's how you know it's fun. Yeah, 100%. He still, he still like has drinks with his boy Kyle. Uh, Dale does, and he's like, Dad gets all fired up. Now he's chest bumping everybody. <laughs> he's yeah. like, to this day, he still does it. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck, I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> Did they tell you just punch me back on the ground? Well, then that's going to be enough. So, but it's coming. It's definitely coming for sure. That's hilarious, man. Hey, yeah, Dale's. Dynamite, guys, man. OB drinkers, too, by the way. Just oh, you know, you know, that's in their system. The OV. <laughs> it was Ontario, a, it, was, it was in that age. It was in that age group. Yeah. Like, you know, like OV was the cheapest beer. It was like your. Uh, Lake Ports label way fucking better. <laughs> like the way beer's supposed to taste. Like it's not just <laughs> fucking light shit. GL Heritage, fantastic <laughs> I'm impressed. We we do now. like their beer though. <laughs> we do. Well, that, this on tap is fucking amazing. So yeah, make right. a chance, uh, take take a take a drive out there to GL Heritage and get yeah. that shit on tap. I'm telling you. Damn right, it is good Whoa, on top. 
Yeah, it's it's not a bad beer at all, man. No, I really enjoyed it. Thank you for yeah. saying. Yeah, no oh. problem. Sure, no problem. Rob, I'm well, all I, 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 I was I was all out of beer because I've had so many interviews down here in the last little bit. <laughs> yeah. like Joe's coming down and drinking him. Sean's drinking him. Everybody's fucking. Well, you had the wrong. First of all, you had yeah. the wrong crowd coming yeah. down here. I know you yeah, but I, I only I only <laughs> fill my four pack cooler and had one else with Mike. So there's a six pack gone like that. Wow. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, is there any more? Yeah. Uh, nope. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Sirens with the boot. I got I got two more questions for him though. Fire uh, away. So if there's one rule that we, you would like to see changed in the NHL today, what what would it be? In the NHL today, to change the rule. Or, or, or in any hockey, any hockey, because they're all the same, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Like the, the challenges, the coaches' challenges, mm-hmm. you know, we see it as a, on a TV, yep. you know, slows the game down, everybody's all bummed out, this mm-hmm. and that. Like, you know, back in the day, it was a goal, or it wasn't a goal. Right. Uh, maybe the goal part of it, okay, but when, you, when you start – Worrying about offsides yeah. and, and you're slowing it down to milliseconds, yeah. right? Yeah. And like nobody's perfect. The refs aren't going to grab everything. Right. And buddies are stride off. Oh well, the defenseman was already burned anyway. Yeah. Score the goal. Like sometimes you see how it happens. They're, okay, you're going to call a challenge, and then oh, but buddy was already burned. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's a tough one, right? Otherwise, what else really can you change? Like, Get that instigator rule out of there. Well, that's going to be forever now. I know, it sucks. Society <laughs> today, man. Like, fuck, they're going to be wearing masks for fucking COVID coming yeah. this season. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just, you, you know, that, that game is gone. Like, mm-hmm. there's no turning back, right? Like, it sucks. <laughs> well, in one way, yes, but it's really good to see like some really crazy finesse hockey. Mm-hmm. Like, that is true. When you, can't, when you can't even follow the fucking puck, you know, and yeah. I think yeah. in that and you're like, whoa, you know, I that shit I'm, between their legs yeah. and fucking I'm two, I'm two strides back here. Right? Yeah. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But just you know, a little stuff. But that's like how you get the broken collarbone, right? You fucking whack him. <laughs> He's getting by you or something going down. Hey, you're not coming by sleep. <laughs> the old the old tomahawk chop. You don't remember to try and go by me again. Yeah, you get the fish. <laughs> you try the other side. He's going to try the other side. Well, that's when you were in Essex. I don't know. <laughs> dirty, <laughs> them dirty power river fuckers, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> okay, my last question for you is, um, so in your, in your couple hat tricks there you got, your couple goals you got, you know, <laughs> uh, lighting a lamp. So instead of instead of the horn going off, right? Well, if they were to play like a song for you because you scored that goal, what would your song be? Fucking keep on running, keep on running, run the fuck away. (laughs) (laughs) You are lucky. You are lucky. You're a son of a bitch today. That's for all. So who's writing that song? I'm just made he it. Does. I made it. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna release it next week. I didn't. I just brought this to the show today. So. Uh, I was gonna crash, large. <laughs> Come on, Rob. I'm just kidding. I love it. Keep on running. Keep That's on funny. running. 
That's hilarious. I All right, Kat. Many goals. I didn't do a bunch of, you know, just it was, it was nice to get a couple goals here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I contributed to say. I asked, asked McCabe that same question, and he goes, I don't know. I just kind of liked when they announced my name in the penalty box. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, wait till you ask Bruiser that question. But he's he heard it a lot more than anybody else. I like my That's name funny. when it comes up to the board. You know? That's <laughs> Let me see that score sheet. I mean, how are we going to do it? My own oh. That's no, funny. There's no, it, it's just, it's all fun, man. Yeah. It's all fun and games and enjoy the game. That's yeah. It. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show, and we're wow. maybe maybe you could uh, throw a few more Bow River boys our way, and uh, definitely you know, I got come a, and I got enjoy a couple of nice guys jumping on the show with us. Hanging, you know, just for sure. The, like, I really appreciate you guys, and you know, and you give me this offer. And, yeah, it's first time I do this, and uh, it's kind of fun talking hockey. Yeah, <laughs> guys that have been around and talking to hockey guys. So. Mm. I don't know much about it, but I like talking. <laughs> well, you've got a good talk. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, man, this is uh, this has been great. So thank you so much for. Sorry, we had that we had that uh, that little like internet like mishap, but we got her taken care of. We got it done. So uh, don't worry. thanks I, again, man. I, I had to bring the, the the hydro crew in here. We <laughs> I just thank thanks a lot, there, Tony. I was told that. I'd tell you. <laughs> Fucking <I> God. <laughs> Who the fuck told <laughs> you that, Rob? No, no, just uh, this little squirrel in my back. Joe, Joe McLeod, dude. Oh, yeah. Nice fucking guy. <laughs> Thanks. Tony fucking eight times. Fucking guy. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, he's, he's a good guy, eh? And he goes, I say, he don't like to be called Tony. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck did you tell me? I was just laughing. It's all good, but you fucker. Way to end the show on that note, you bastard. But all right. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks again, man. Thanks a lot, buddy. And there he was, folks, Mr. Kevin Barrett. Man, those Lakeshore Essex battles, eh? They guys would always go at it. Epic. They're epic. <laughs> I, I think they, they they scared Leamington right out of the league, right? And they said, fuck this, we're going to Junior B. <laughs> but that's why that's why I wore this throwing bombs shirt, you know, yeah. because uh, Barrett was a hammer and everybody else seemed to be nails. Yeah. <laughs> Except for oh. Mikey Cosgrove. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's funny. Those were the days, man. I'm telling you, those were the days. So big shout out to Kev. Um, thank you so much for coming on kev and uh we can't wait till you get some of your boys on with us and yeah. uh, that'll be fantastic so remember how earlier on in the show we we're the thing of like of like offer sheets was was like brought up right so there's like five or six guys in the league that it's there's a chance that they could get offer sheeted okay so and there's like some big ones so, first one, Nolan Patrick, Vegas Golden Knights. He was former Philadelphia Flyer. Okay. I don't even think he's played a game in Vegas yet. I think he just got there, but he's rumored to be offer sheeted. And they're not saying by who. So, everybody's pretty tight-lipped right now when it comes to this stuff. So, so how does it get out that it doesn't even come up? Because That's they won't. Cool, well, because they won't probably release a team or anything until it's officially offered right it's probably so maybe a team's like 
lurking in the weeds sounds or something. Fishy. But, yeah. Bro, it sounds kind of fishy because yeah. You know, like soon as somebody throws out an offer at somebody, somebody knows about it and it gets leaked all yeah. the time. But the thing is, like, though, it's like it's like the fucking Pentagon, you know, like they just leak shit all yeah. the time. Want to know who one of the other ones was? Vancouver Canucks, young sniper, fucking Pedersen is one of them that might get offer sheeted. That now, if he gets offer sheeted, it will be a big now, one too. Have you seen who 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 has been offering him? No, it doesn't say what teams are like interested or what teams may. It's not saying that right now. So I'm going to dig further into it. I just found a list of like four or five guys that the ones that really stood out to me. Right. Um, the other one is Ottawa Senators. Brady Kachuk is another one. That they saying. said he'll be signed. Ottawa says he'll be signed by um, uh, the first game. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, they'll have a deal done with him soon. Um, that Kaylor Yamamoto from Edmonton, he was another one. He's a young, younger guy, real skilled. He was fucking uh, – he was another one. And so those are just the forwards. And on D, the one that stood out to me was that kid in uh, Buffalo there, Rasmus Dahlin. Is another one that's rumored to be offer sheeted. I think everybody is running from Buffalo right now. I'm sorry, Buffalo, but <laughs> everybody's They'll trying to trips, split. They yeah. Don't, they don't have yeah. All dress trips will kill you. Um, also, now, it, now it's official. The terms of the deal, they haven't released yet either. But um, so remember, Suter and Parise were in Minnesota. Well, they end up, both of them got bought out while he just signed in New York for the Islanders. Parise did? Yeah, he did. Good for him. Oh, they're not saying anything about the deal, but it's official that he, he, he is signed there now. So that'll be a little bit of a veteran like presence there. And just for all you buttes and beauties out there that listen to our show, who are like us and just itching and dying for hockey to come back for us to be able to watch a game again. The NHL preseason will go from September 25th to October 9th. So we're like 12 days away from hockey right now. So we'll be able to watch that. So some of the notable games for a lot of like this whole area here is pretty well wings and Leafs fans. So, the Leafs will play their first game on Saturday, September twenty uh, fifth. They're playing at they're playing an afternoon game, so that will be Leafs and Habs. And the Red Wings will go with their first game on the 29th, and they'll be playing against the Chicago Blackhawks. So I imagine you should be able to watch some of them. I felt like last year I was watching games. What preseason? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They'll have them all over the place as soon as, soon as it starts up because they signed that big contract with uh, was it ESPN or whatever? Yep, yep, yeah, that's gonna be good too. Did you see who signed on the fucking panel there for, for them right now? ESPN, they got like Gretzky and like a whole bunch of Hall. I think I feel like Messier might be one of them, like a bunch of he Hall is. of Famers. Yeah, I feel, I feel I like it's Gretzky, Messier. I feel like one of them might be Jeremy Roenick. So, so 
that's for ESPN. ESPN, yeah. Which makes no sense to me. Uh, well, other than Roenick, like he's American, isn't he? Right. Mm-hmm. But Gretzky and Messier, like you, you, you don't have them on CBC or Sportsnet or. But I guess no. they got the money. Whatever. That's what I mean. <laughs> but come on, it's ESPN. No, that'd be awesome. Be sick to work yeah. at ESPN. Be bomb. But you're, it, it, well, just like when he left Edmonton, having Gretzky there to to uh, make hockey more aware in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, I was watching a, I was watching a, it wasn't a TikTok, but it was something on that lines. And this uh, black fella, he he was he was uh, saying, "I went to my first hockey game," and he goes, "I can't believe how skilled those guys like." He's like, "Anybody can run and throw a ball. Anybody can run and catch a ball. But when you don't have to look down at that little black thing that you're wheeling around with," and he goes, "And the greatest part is, he goes, I caught two shirts that day with those." <laughs> shirt cannons yeah. and he's like if you don't watch hockey you're stupid yeah he's like it's so fast it's like it, it was awesome all out of notes you said you had a few more things that you wanted to shoot the shit on right yeah so I, i'd just like to say congratulations to matt staging uh assistant coach for the calgary hitman now beauty that's a that's a big deal you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're, they're, they're very well known. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Um, very smart hockey player. Uh, great Toronto Maple Leaf. Great Calgary Flame. Mm-hmm. You know, like he got traded in that big trade with uh, Toronto and, and Calgary. Seems mm-hmm. like uh, Calgary and Toronto have, have made some really big deals. You know, mm-hmm. like when they got Gilmore and, you know, Jamie McCowan and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's been some huge deals with with Calgary. And mm-hmm. the last thing I would like to bring up, and you, um, I just want to congratulate, uh, excuse me, Bacchus. Yeah. David Bacchus. He signed a, a one day, pardon me. I just said his, his name, his full name. That was all. I probably interrupted you. <laughs> no, it was all good. Go ahead. So he, uh, signed a one day contract so that he could retire as a St. Louis blue, mm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. 15, 15 years, 15 yeah. years. I want to say he played in the NHL, like 15 years of being a like hell of a career, like heart and soul guy too. Oh, and, and fear mm. people feared him. Oh yeah. He beat you know? the shit out like, of people, that guy. Yeah. And he <laughs> went through some, some health fucking stuff and, mm. you know, like, and good for him. Good for him. Mm. That, I, I will definitely watch that. And I'll, you know, I'll probably get all choked up and <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. So. Um, I want to actually give a big shout out real quick before we, uh, before we go off the air here to a couple local guys that are now the new head coach and assistant coach of the Leamington Flyers. And the head coach being former guests on the show, Dale Mitchell, former Windsor Spitfire, two-time Memorial Cup champion, and his assistant coach is Mark Rideout, 
former Windsor Spitfire. So those two guys going in there, it's going to be fucking let's go having those yeah. guys in there. Like Leamington's got to be fired up. I think those guys are perfect. And Dale We're just, definitely getting out there. Oh yeah. And Dale just moved into the area too. I won't say where, but Dale just moved into the area when he came home after he was on the air with us. But uh, so I've already reached out to D- and he's going to be on again with us once they're done, like training camp and getting into some games and stuff. He's going to come back on with Didn't us. Didn't he say where he was going to go live, where he wanted to live? Yeah, but I'm just not going to tell anybody where he's at. <laughs> no. I just well, don't want to. If, if you guys go back and listen to the interview, yeah, he, he yeah, you tells know. you where he, yes, he wants know. to live. Yes. So. I'm not going to say. But we just put it right there. Yeah. But he, uh, so he freaking. Uh, he said he was coming back here to be a fireman, didn't he? That's, I that's think what his original plan was. I think he did. Yes. Now he's head yeah. coach of the Leamington Flyers. Yeah. yeah. So I uh. I love when guys like that just it's just giving back to the game, man. And they're fucking and they've been through it. You know what I mean? They know what it takes to win. And Rideout is gonna install that like that rough and tough style of play. And Dale's the same way. Like he didn't fuck around when he played too. He hit, he fought, he scored, he did all that stuff too. So just, I think those are two perfect guys that go in there and coach that. Leamington has to be fired up. So big fucking shout out to those boys. And right out, stop avoiding us. Like, you know, answer my phone calls, answer my, answer my texts, my messages. Like, let's go. Like, <laughs> let's go. Let's get you on here. Let's, let's, I want to hear about the Tommy Hearns is uh, the, the, the golden gloves and uh, the Kronk gym. And come on, man. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Tell you what, we'll even go to your brother's we'll gym. Talk to your coach. And he, you ain't going to like what he's got to say to you. <laughs> you, know, you say but, uh, but, yeah, so we're going to get those guys on here at some point again. So, But, yeah, so I just wanted to say congrats to those guys. Yeah, absolutely. It, that's, that, that, that's awesome for Leamington. Oh, that's huge. Two hell of coaches. Like you got an AHL coach. You got you. both boys played in the, in the O. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they've they've got lots of hockey under their belts, and and try talking back to Mark. Yeah, see what happens to you? <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, so we're definitely gonna have to go out there and hang out with them. But uh, on that note, I'm tapped out of notes. What about you? Yeah, I'm good. All set. So until next week, Aunt Rob signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Yeah, I can get behind it.